Garfield Jeffen. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Guy Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Guy Fit in Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And um, actually, I gotta scrap that because uh, Tom right now is on diaper duty. So Tom's not here. He's taking care of his baby. So it's just me, moi, all by myself, just podcasting, all by myself again, by my lonesome. And another thing, I have to be honest with you guys, I am not drinking beer. I'm drinking near beer at this point. Um, <clears throat> last year, I did Sober September, and I fucking crushed that challenge. I went all month with not a drop of booze, and I nailed it. That was impressive, you know? It's not my one month just to kind of clear out myself, you know, um, I get my liver working again, you know? I mean, it's usually black, and I try to get it to like a good brown, a warm brown color, you know? <laughs> I think it's supposed to be pink, by the way. And um, this September, because of the COVIDs and all the other hijinks that I got into, I had to drink. I needed a drink in September. <laughs> in October, you know, Joe Rogan and all those guys do Sober October, and that is just insane. The best birthdays are in October, including mine. And Halloween is in October. How can you celebrate All Hallows Eve without a drink? How can you do it? I don't know. Ask Joe. I don't know. So anyway, this year I'm doing Sober November, and this is day number, oh my God, it's day number three, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can make it. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can make it. I, I can try to make it, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to do my best for Sober November, and if you want to join me, go ahead. Good luck. All right. Faders, today we're going to do something a little different. Today... We've got somebody very impressive on the show. Somebody very impressive that's doing something extremely incredible. And um, I, this, this thing that this guy is doing is just unheard of in Tokyo and in Japan probably. And um, when I met this gentleman a couple of months ago, um, I knew that I had to get, out, get him on the show. I knew that he had to be on the show and tell his story to you guys. And without further ado, I bring to you the one and the only, the legend of Barefoot Rob. Rob, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, hey thank you, Johnny. <laughs> Great to see you, man. Good to see you again. Yes, yes, yes. I met you a couple of months ago at uh, Christine's birthday party, and I got to yes. say, that was a lot of fun. A lot excellent, of fun. Excellent. Holy yeah. smokes. We were drinking natural wine for like <laughs> six hours all night long, and, and the thing is, after about like four bottles of wine, all of a sudden you said, Hey, Johnny, you know I'm not wearing any shoes. And I made the joke, I'm like, hey, <laughs> like, Rob, what? you know I'm not wearing any pants. And you're like, no, no, really, I'm, I'm not wearing any shoes. And then you put your, your feet on the table, and I was like, holy smokes, this guy is not wearing shoes. <laughs> yep. Some people are, they'll ask me, oh, sir, sir, in, in Japanese, like, oh, so did you forget your shoes? As I'm leaving in the restaurant, they don't notice when I come in the restaurant barefoot. But on the way out, it's like, oh no, he left his shoes. They're assuming that I like forgot him underneath the table or something. Oh and I'm God. like, oh no, I don't have shoes. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> they all scratching their heads when, when I leave the place. So yeah, funny stuff. Barefoot Rob, I've got so many questions about mm. your lifestyle. Really? Um, okay, so first off, you don't wear shoes. As much as possible, I don't wear shoes. I do have some customer-facing jobs, and they have these things called mores, 
and you know societal expectations so i wear shoes there but after a while if they get to know me they're like yeah you don't need shoes and i won't wear shoes for them either but to to get started for customers i have to but otherwise no shoes on the train on the bus in the rain on the planes you know everywhere i can go with, anywhere yeah. and everywhere oh anywhere my god yeah okay all right i've got so many questions about this okay <laughs> so barefoot rob how did this start oh all right I, I do have an answer that's back back in the day i i read the book roots by alex haley and it's a tome about this thick and this is in my high school days i really did i i read it and i I wrote my book report on it in one page. I got an F for some reason. One of the stories in that book though really stuck with me. And a, like a little kid, a four or five year old kid was following his brother for like miles and miles and miles barefoot through the, through the bush. And at the end of the story, his feet were all like bloody and torn up. And I was like, you know, if a little five year old can do it, I can do it. So that inspired me. That story really inspired me that it's possible to run around barefoot. And thinking about it, you know, it's more natural. You know, we're only had shoes for the past like 10,000 years out of a 100 million year, you know, time scale. So, you know, it's like it's a more natural way to be. And once I got to my university days, no parents around, no rule in the school book, you don't have to have to wear shoes anymore. And so really started my university days. We were in the University of Houston, very beautiful park campus, lots of trees and water fountains. And I just became the barefoot Frisbee guy on campus because had my Frisbee, no shoes, ready for a game at any point. And uh, people knew me like this, this character, you know, barefoot Frisbee guy. No one knew who I was necessarily. My friends did, but I was semi sort of famous on campus as a weird barefoot frisbee guy wow dude <laughs> oh my god all right and how long ago is this this is like what 20 years 10 yeah, years yeah basically i graduated in 1995 so it would be like 92 93 94 95 so those years so so you <laughs> haven't been wearing but barefoot yeah since 1993 you haven't been wearing shoes i mean by the time to not wear shoes, grunge music began. <laughs> Kurt Cobain was still alive when you were yes, barefoot. Yes, yes, all these are true. Oh my God. Wow, I've got friends that have teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> and and right. when they, even before they were born, you were barefoot. <laughs> my bare feet are older than their kids. Your bare feet are older than grunge music. That is yeah. crazy, man. And okay. And my bare feet can almost drink. That's the crazy thing. Oh my God. No, your bare feet was 30 years. Yeah, your right. bare feet. Oh they my should Lord. be able to drink. Yeah. Sorry. I meant they can almost be president. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't go off topic. They would be a better president, I think. Uh. Oh, God. We don't get political on this show. Yeah. Good. Some, Thank you. Sometimes my co host tries to, and I'm just, I, I got to <laughs> shut that shit down, dude. He starts talking yeah, about Antifa. I'm like, uh uh. No, yeah. we're not talking about Antifa or any of that shit. We're done. But, um, yeah, dude, that's that's wild. Um, gosh, all right. So, wow. <laughs> now, all right. Which country is it easier to be barefoot in? Now, we're living in Japan right now. I know that's and, a whole story in itself. I I was I lived in Texas, grew yeah. up in Texas for um, several years, mm -hmm. and there's like, hey, you know, Texas and cowboy boots and and you know, barefoot was very rare. Uh, kind of situation there. Coming here, I came here in 2003 and I assumed, incorrectly, I assumed that I would not be able to go barefoot because of the, like the Gencon culture and, you know, take off your shoes at the door and all this stuff. Yeah. So I wasted seven years of my life with shoes in Japan. And after a while in Tokyo, the I, I realized no one's looking at me. No one cares about me. I'm just a, like another guy in the crowd of, the, of Tokyo, no one cares. So it's literally easier in Japan because there are no rules about it. There's no like, oh, no shirts, no shoes, no service. Exactly. Stores, that, 
it's not a rule, but back in Texas, I had to have my flip-flops to go kind of thing in my bag. And it's like, it's annoying. So it's actually e easier in Japan, despite the Genkan culture and the, and the no shoes inside the house. Wow. And so I'm, I'm actually I'm quite, I'm grateful for that. And there's, there's another sense of people don't mess with each other in Tokyo, just let people do whatever they do. Mm -hmm. Very few people even like mention it. It's just the younger kids, they're like, they're talking to their mom or whatever. <laughs> and then sometimes old, older people will be like, oh, are you okay? Do, do, do you want some <laughs> shoes? I'm like, dude, no, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm cool though. Don't worry about it. So. Wow. That's you're here. Yeah. That's crazy. So your feet did go on hiatus for seven years. Yes. Yes. And it took again, two weeks to get used to it after seven years of like going like soft foot. Soft foot. I don't know what to call it, but like <laughs> all the soft footies. We don't have a word for this, like feet inside shoes. What is that word? But soft foot. Yeah. Soft foot. There, <laughs> there we go. New word. You heard it here first. Yeah, totally. So it took two weeks. It, is, it, and it was interesting. I remember back in University of Houston, it took two weeks to get used to all the different surfaces walking around because they have like some nice sidewalk and then some that are not so nice. They're like, you know, pokey and, and like sharp stones and whatever. But uh, Kawasaki. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care in Kawasaki. They don't they just care. roll with whatever, whatever yeah. happens. The roads, oh, they're there. Let's just go. Um, how dangerous is this lifestyle? <sighs> yeah, there, there are, there are moments. I suppose once every six months or so, I'll end up stubbing a toe to the <sighs> degree. How to get like detail here, but like the front of the toe and the skin just like whoop, flaps open underneath the nail there and, and it's like ah, all right yep okay did it again it takes about a week to heal and and yet that that's about the only the injury that i've gotten from being barefoot i've, I've scratched my feet a couple times like on my on my bicycle like kind of like Scrape against the wire sticking out or something, but oh man, break the cable. But generally, it's fine. And the only thing sometimes I have to come home and like ask my wife, like I think I have a piece of glass in my foot, and she's she's like, why don't you wear shoes? And she's like digging it out with like tweezers and, and pencil sharpener. No, what is it? Pliers? What's that called? Needles, needles and tweezers and pencil sharpeners. Why not? Oh. And yeah, you know, <laughs> like MacGyver. Yeah, exactly. And then she she'll mutter and complain for a bit and say I should wear shoes. I'm like, ah, that's that's funny, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. But Did that hasn't wear... happened in over a year, I think. Like, so that's cool. That's cool. Did you wear shoes? All right, you're married. Did you yes. wear shoes at your wedding? No. Oh boy. All right. Okay. Okay. Here. Here's here's a good story. So. <laughs> oh gosh oh gosh oh gosh okay let me let me put shout out to my friend jason fricky who i i'll send a link to this show he is a friend of mine for many 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 years he's known me since my barefoot days after university uh stayed barefoot and you know running around texas and we knew each other back then and came here and he like got, he started his own company and he's working and everything and at around like 5 p.m he's like after a hard day of work he's been he's all sweaty they, they were doing uh installation for uh like audio equipment and everything in, in different places and he's like all right i'm going to a wedding now and they're like like that he's like yeah like this i'm pretty sure the, the groom won't be wearing shoes and they're like wait 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 wait, what <laughs> so i hadn't talked to jason in like a year i said oh hey i'm getting married and in, in have a sell the ceremony in houston and we didn't talk about it no nothing and he knew i would not be wearing shoes so it's to that degree that i don't wear shoes 
even at the wedding. I was in a uh, tuxedo with cummerbund, a little bow tie, jacket, the, the first jacket, the second jacket, the vest and everything, and no shoes. And that's just, that was it. No shoes. No shoes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so the wedding, no if shoes. I can, I, I've been cool. looking, yeah, yeah. If I can find it, there's pictures of it, but I'll have to dig around for them a little bit. Were you the only one not wearing shoes at your wedding? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I was the only one. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. What is, all right, I got I to go back to Japan. Um, you know, when you're walking around Shibuya, Shinjuku, Ikebukuro, Ueno, Kawasaki, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you see some nasty stuff on the street. Now, Japan technically, usually is yeah, a pretty yeah. clean country. But let's be honest, Sunday early usually. morning, the streets are just nasty. And I got to yeah. ask you, what is the nastiest thing that you've stepped in ah. in Tokyo? All right, so I, w one answer is I don't know. And another answer is it was probably gum, I hope, but it was also very soft. So it could have been a either, either a big hawked loogie that I didn't notice or gum. And it's like in the, in up in between the, like the toes there, I can't like just like kind of, like scrape it off because it's all like squishy between the toes so that that was pretty gross it's very rare because i i can see what's there on the sidewalk you know so mm -hmm. it's actually in the grassy areas it's gonna be more dangerous sometimes like what's coming up here yeah right but, but like the one that i'll have to admit though that's much more consistent i gotta go go to the restroom sometimes you know so I got to go to the urinal and I'm like, oh, mm, uh, all right, fuck it. You know, just like line up and hopefully not stand in too many wet spots and hope the wet spots are actually water. But yeah. Oh, it's never that's, water. That's, let's that's, be honest. Dude. I said, Come I on. hope I did say hope. <laughs> so yeah, I can dream, but yeah, that's the one that's consistently that I have to step in is like to, to take a whiz. Oh God, that's bad. That's nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. When you're walking, are you constantly just scanning the ground? Are you like looking forward and down or? Yeah, I, I say yes. And then people who watch me say no. And so I, there are times that I'm like, oh, I, actually, I haven't been watching where I'm going. I better be careful. But hotondo, usually I'm walking, like, like watching where I'm walking. And if it's especially if it's a new area that I haven't been before, but like walking down the streets of Kawasaki, you know, I know the streets well, I know where it's likely to be messy or clean. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, not always is maybe a, a fair enough answer. Okay. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Wow. Which season is worse? Summer where it's too hot oh or winter where it's too cold? I mean, the streets can get really hot right, in summer. Right, you know? right, right, right. There's one, here's one good thing for me about COVID is that now, now there are more of the temperature guns laying around. I think this coming summer, I should be able to get my hands on a temperature gun and just check how hot the ground is. Yeah. Because <laughs> they go outside, too hot. <laughs> too hot. There, there is. There's a strip of sidewalk going up from Azabu Juban into Rapongi that is like beautiful, sheer black polished marble. Oh my God, hot as hell in the summer. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah, so, marble. Ex excluding that little zone, and I, and, uh, I've had to walk on it a few times in the like scalding hot summer. I don't have a sense of how hot that is, but that's too hot to walk on. If anyone has dogs, don't walk your dogs on that scalding hot marble in the summer. I mean, it's, it's really, oh my God, hot. <clears throat> wow. And that being said, winter for me is worse because it's 
it's not just one little zone in Rapungi. It's everywhere. It's freaking cold. Do you? So mm. my feet end up, they just end up like ouch, ouch, ouch with each step on some days. And I just have to, you know, kind of suck it up, wonder what I'm doing. And just, you know, gaman, keep, just keep going. But the winter is more painful for me wow. than, well, the, than the summer in general. One way to think of it, or a plus, would be like in the morning, it's better than a cup of coffee. If you're a little sleepy and you start walking around outside That's with right. bare feet, dude, you're just like, I am awake. It's like it's like better than a cold shower, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and that that's actually one other reason that I do it because I it keeps me in touch with my body. I'm awake. I know where I am. I'm I'm like very focused on what's going on around me. So I like. Oh that. yeah, I, I can that. imagine. Well, and how do you care for your feet? I mean, do you soak your feet? Do you use uh, sunscreen or do you moisturize your feet at night or something? Mm, yeah, I don't use sunscreen, but uh, they they have a pretty good tan, I would say, on on the top there. There's no there's no tan line from socks or anything, <laughs> but the there are like uh, on the and the transition from the bottom to the top edge, there's a little zone that gets kind of calloused. And in the winter, it can dry and crack. And, and I have to be real careful. So I, every night, just slather like some kind of foot cream or lotion or what, you know, something on, on there to keep that skin moist. So it, or that's a weird word, but like keep it soft enough. Pliable is a good word. Pliable, so yeah. Crack. <laughs> it, when it, cracked it's like it's like you know searing you know every every step with you know dry air hitting the hitting the nerve endings there oh geez so that's that's painful oh my god speaking of painful do you ever get any <laughs> i'm sure you, there's a lot of pain in yeah. your lifestyle but um do you ever get any like diseases or fungus or anything like athlete's foot or anything like that or yeah i i have gotten athlete's foot while being basically barefoot and uh, have just treated it as normal as you would normally, but yeah, it's, I haven't gotten any, like, uh, what other, like talk about, um, like ticks or Lyme, Lyme disease or anything. I haven't got anything like that, that I know of, but have, I have gotten athlete's foot on them. So well, you're a guy, we all guys get athlete's foot yeah. one day or another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's always the left foot, which is weird to me and never the right. Wow, is it crazy? Is it in between the toes or on the top or the bottom or all over the uh, foot? Mostly, yeah, between the, the big, big, big toe and the next toe and on the edge a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that spot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, man. I feel yep. your pain. <laughs> I've had an athlete's foot, you know, and there ain't no yeah. shame in our game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, speaking of calluses, how thick are your calluses? Hmm. I've never measured it. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people ask the question, like, you know, is is the skin hard or is it is it thick? And it's morely more like just a little bit thicker than normal, tougher layer. But I don't know. It's more like just my feet are huge. I have I have big feet. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so your feet are pretty massive. They're. Um, I, we back in in high school, what they called it? They were hobbit feet in my university days as well. <laughs> I had hobbit feet. Well, when you're in university, it was probably like when they're talking about hobbits, it's from the book instead of the movie. <laughs> right. True enough. <laughs> hey, man, I'm about yeah. as old as you are, so. <laughs> <laughs> you remember. So, yeah, I don't know. Calluses are, they're just uh, a millimeter thick. They're not like terribly thick but. so they're not thick but they're just tough yeah they're tough exactly so okay awesome man yeah. and okay do you walk around with sandals just in case no except to go to work i'll have my if i whatever shoes i have to wear inside the building i'll keep them in my backpack but for just in case is like okay i'm going to work i gotta wear shoes but otherwise it's like nah i don't care <laughs> It's like I'm barefoot, Rob. If you can't, if you're not gonna let me in, fine, I'll go somewhere else. So. <laughs> if you don't love me, it's all good. 
That's all oh, good. Man. Yeah. What kind of muscles have you developed in hmm. your feet or your legs, which is like different from normal people? And that, let's not use the word normal. Other people, other right, people. It's right. 2020. Sorry. Because there, <laughs> there, there is an answer for this question. Because normally when I walk, I I do what's called heel strike, and I just walk, 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 and and hit the heel first. And there are times after a while, I was like, hang on, that hurts. So I'll I'll hit the balls of my feet first, and then that uses different muscles. I don't know what muscles I'm using, but they're different depending on the the gate or how I place my foot on the ground there. So I I don't know I don't know nothing about anatomy or any of that, but I'm I'm happier being barefoot. And there are times that I have to walk on the ball of my foot to to start the step because otherwise it just hurts too much walking on the heels too long. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're walking kind of like a T-Rex. Yeah. Just, it's a little bit different gait that I don't know if it's visible to people who are watching me walk unless they really know what they're looking for, but it's just a little bit different way. I placed the foot on the ground, hit the, the ball down first instead of the heel. Okay. So it uses different muscles in each case. Wow. That's interesting. And yeah. Okay, you ride a bicycle barefoot. Can you run? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, let me let me flip that around. I my I can ride a bicycle barefoot, but my bicycle is uh, features very sharp pedals. Pedals. That's the wrong word. P e d a. Very sharp pedals mm-hmm. that I so I wear uh, flip flops when I ride my bicycle. And so, yeah, I, I, I could ride barefoot, but it's too hard to ride up hills where I have to really put pressure down to. It's not an electric bicycle. It's like a, you know, it's a real bicycle. No, no, dude, that's like putting your feet anyway, in Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I can run. And so, yeah, I, I, I attend, yeah, the, the SOGO workout every uh, Sunday in Yogi Park. And I don't really recommend Yoyogi as a first place for people to go barefoot because there are some areas that are nice and some that are not. Uh, but I can and do regularly run in Yoyogi Park on their sidewalks and through the, the um, tree and grassy areas. And some of those areas are like, mm-mm-mm, they're not good for beginner barefooters. It was it's very painful. Lots of like rocks, just rocks, rocks everywhere. Yogi Park, probably broken glass. Yeah, n- probably. I don't well, Yogi encounter Park, it yeah, often. probably all of the above broken glass, yeah, 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 condoms, yeah. Needles. Cube, <laughs> needles, yeah, crack pipe. You right. never know what you're going to find in Yogi Park. That That's park right. is sometimes really dirty. It's not as yeah. bad as Shinjuku Park, but it's, uh, it's, got, its, uh, it's got its good days yeah. and bad days. We can say yeah. that. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, Shinjuku Gyoen is beautiful. Well, that Shinjuku guy, has two parks. They got yes, the yes, yes, Park, yes, yes. Shinjuku Park, aka yeah, Park, you. and then they got the beautiful park. Yeah, I, I agree. So that's why I uh, I do recommend first-time barefooters to try out Shinjuku Gyoen. Once you get to the grass, the entrance sidewalk at Shinjuku Gate is not that great, but the grass is immaculate, really well-kept and short and clean no crack pipes and since you could go in <laughs> not in that park <laughs> no not in that park you crazy no i i had a friend that used to live near that park and jesus christ that park you'd see some of the most weird stuff in that park once the sun went down you know during the day there's families there from time to time but at night oh no Ooh. Yeah, that park has got a really dark history too, but that's a different podcast. That's a different, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on same podcast, that. different episode. <laughs> different that's for sure. episode. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know that story. That's cool. Oh man. So, all right. Are there other people like you in Tokyo? Like sometimes when you walk down the street, do you see somebody that's barefoot that's not homeless or drunk? <laughs> I, I must say, apparently, to the first part of the question, and no. I've never seen anyone else walking around barefoot in Tokyo who's not homeless or drunk. 
but I've some of my friends have said, oh, I saw someone who was barefoot and they mentioned an area that I've never really, really been to. So it wasn't me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there are few of us barefooters apparently. So <laughs> I don't know if we're taking over, but uh, it's something that I would, I recommend people try at, in a safe, safe, nice grassy area or clean concrete, uh, but not on a hot, scalding hot day in the, in the Pongina. Or in the winter, yeah, yeah. Or the, yeah. Is it a good way to pick up girls? Not literally. Good question. Yeah, good question. <laughs> uh, never tried. I haven't. We haven't done a, a, a blind A/B test for that. But uh, I have. Many people at the Sogo workout will ask me about it, and if if I were in in that uh genre of my life then maybe it would be a, a way but i don't know i don't have a good answer for it okay all right interesting yeah. how does the general public in japan react to it yeah it depends on the age the like little kids who you're know, walking with their parents if they're if they're alone then little kids don't say anything mm -hmm. unless but if they're with a group they might they say, oh, you know, he's barefoot. You're whispering to each other. <laughs> he has no oh, shoes. Yeah, it's no, where's his shoes? Or they'll ask their parents, like, why is he barefoot? And they say it, it's funny. Like, yeah, I can hear you, kid, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> they don't care, he's a kid. And so I sometimes reply if if it's like we're going to walk in the same direction, you know, I'll, I'll engage a little bit. What do you say? I I say, kimochi kara. It feels though I like to walk barefoot. Oh, and normally, answer. there's no conversation as a result of that. But oh, dude, wrong answer. A little kid, if a little mm -hmm. kid says, "Mister, whatever happened to your shoes?" You say, <laughs> "Hey, you know that monster under your bed? Beware!" <laughs> <laughs> then you walk mm, away barefoot. <laughs> that's right. Monsters love shoes. <laughs> Do your homework. Eat your vegetables, shoes. kid, and the monster's yeah. gonna get your shoes. <laughs> Because I didn't do my homework. That's why. <laughs> oh, man. How, how do older people react? Well, the, it, what, I, what I've, I've assumed or determined, like the little kids are not old enough to know, not supposed to talk to people like that. And the old people are like, I don't care about any social mores. And then, you know, <laughs> they ask me, hey, where's your shoes? Or, you know, are you okay? Do you need shoes? why are you not wearing shoes but it's like generally just the older like retired age at least or would be willing to to talk to me about it and very few like one percent have been like upset about it. like oh you should wear shoes kind of thing and and you're you're what was she saying like that I'm certainly going to injure myself. <laughs> like, lady, it's been 20 years to injure myself yet. I'm a pro. <laughs> not, not enough to wear shoes, that's for sure. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuvan. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Hey yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. 
You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing ghost town pomade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost town pomade, badass pomade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not ghost town pomade. This stuff is a man's pomade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. My worst foot injury was while wearing shoes anyway, so. Are you serious? What happened? Yeah, that that happened back back in my high school days. Uh, climb, I had climbed some playground equipment and jumped off wearing we had shoes on jumped off and then like suddenly searing pain as a piece of glass had gone through the shoe through you know into my like right in the palm of my foot the sole oh, of there it was like you know the pain was like are you fucking Ugh. kidding me oh my god and just like pull the shoe off fortunately the glass came out with the shoe oh god it's just like it was like and it, the, it was so deep they they had to like put a tube to drain the the blood out as they, they oh. had two layers of stitches for it. Oh, dude, my balls just went inside my body. I know, I know. Oh, God. So, uh, like, literally, that's my worst foot injury. And it was while wearing shoes. Oh, thank God you were wearing shoes. I know. that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But that was in a in a park. 
uh, a playground, a little kid's playground. Thank you very much. You know, glass breaking. It's probably high school kids broke some glass there or something. That's usually what happens. Yeah. Probably me. <laughs> oh, man. You know how I roll. Oh, man. So, all right. I got to ask. All right. What kind of weird situations have you found yourself in just because you weren't wearing shoes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm not sure how mad I'm going to get when I tell the story. <laughs> tell it, man. No problem. There, so the, the one easy one, I, I went, usually if I go to like a, a restaurant, I'll know ahead of time if it's a nice enough restaurant that we have to wear shoes and all. <laughs> I do the reverse. I'll like go in barefoot, put socks on over my, my dirt and then <laughs> go into the restaurant after that. But there are times that I didn't know it was that nice. As if it's like a fake, clean, like an izakaya, take off your shoes. I'm like, dude, it's not really clean. Trust me. I've walked on the floor all mm-hmm. like greasy everywhere. And so I just, I just roll into izakaya barefoot. I don't care. But I went to a restaurant one time that was nicer than I expected. And I, I was like, say, okay, I'm not, I don't have socks. and don't have really a way to clean up here. But the guy was like, ah. And he didn't say anything, but he, he kind of walked up with the, the Oshibori, the, the hand-wiping cloth, like a cloth one. He's like, would you, would you, uh, I don't know the Japanese exactly, but basically, would you mind if you wipe your foot with, you know, would it be okay if you were to wipe your foot with this cloth, please, kind of thing. Very polite. Very, very, like, utterly polite. And... Um, oh yeah, no problem. Thank you. Know, so you know, I basically <laughs> I used probably one cloth for each foot and just got them like filthy, like black. Because uh, where was that? It was Kawasaki. Probably like, like Azaba Juban area. Uh, <laughs> I'm Kawasaki. Joe, I love Kawasaki. It, by the and way, and I had this. It, yeah, it's a it's a good city. Then I so they're cloth. It's reusable. And I was like, mm? then he's like. It's okay. You can keep it. You know, like you keep the cloth. We don't want it back. You just <laughs> whatever you want with it. So that that was one very specific time that uh, my bare feet were noticed, and that it, it caused a, a bit of a, a Japanese commotion. Had to wipe wipe those feet before I came to the restaurant. Oh so man, that well, that's that's not too bad. I, I was thinking like the guys like, all right, I gotta make a phone call. <laughs> I gotta uh, bring nah, some nah, muscle. Nah. <laughs> we gotta get this guy out of here now. Yeah. <laughs> so let me let me let me let me escalate a little bit. Totally separate situation. All right. A couple of times, like walking near Rapongi or Azabu area, I've been pulled over by the police, and one. The most recent time that this happened, I was kind of in a hurry to get to to you know, see my friends, and, and I was like, "Oh, God, okay, yeah, okay." And I started getting kind of pissy with them, you know, because it's just annoying. No, I don't have drugs. Yes, I can live here. Oh, yes, I'm. But he was saying, he's like, "Okashi, yo, okashi." There's no way that you're always barefoot. He's like, "Yeah, okashi," and. So I was like, fine, fuck it. So I, I, <laughs> I got a good picture. I have, there's a picture on, on my Instagram that's of my feet and two pairs of polished boots, like the, of the cops. So it was like the three of us standing facing each other. And I was able to get that picture and you can see the, the cops baton there. It's like, these are cops. <laughs> and I was getting like, not arrested, but, but, um, yeah, that was a spooky moment. But anyway, I found out how to deal with that later. They went through all my stuff and they're like, okay, you're no drugs. And, but, and like reading, like reciting my name letter by letter in Japanese across the radio. And they're like, what's that again? You know, trying to hear my long ass name. And <laughs> B-A-R-E. Like, no, he's, he's right. Yeah, exactly. And so they're like, okay, you're cool. You know, go for it. And I was like, all right, hang on, hang on. I said, no, wait, wait. Y'all wasted my fucking time. About to waste your time. So I dug up the, um, the 
YouTube video that I have of me being on Yuwa Naishi Nippone, the, the TV show, like the following foreigners in Japan. Yeah. I showed them the TV show with my episode. And they're like, oh, you made John, you're famous. Oh my God, you're so famous. Oh, you know, <laughs> and I was like, Autographer. that's like, that's an overreaction, but I just wanted to prove that, you know, I always walk around barefoot. And they were like, next time, just show us the video and we won't <laughs> harass you. I'm like, fuck, what does this mean about the world that I be on TV <laughs> for 10 minutes and you therefore not a criminal? Oh, uh, maybe well no actually no it's usually the opposite right exactly exactly <laughs> Charlie so, Sheen yeah. <laughs> oh my god get him uh, oh but, my god that's crazy dude <laughs> yeah that was that was crazy and annoying and it was a good experience like now I know I have a short link to like show here's a video I'm cool it's like my get out of like annoyance free card that's thing. good, man. I want to get a barefoot license somehow. I've been thinking about that. <laughs> I think it might be illegal to make a license of something that doesn't exist in Japan and then front that. <laughs> That's There's a lot of weird. Very laws. good information to know. Thank There's you. No, I know this. There's a lot of weird laws about that kind of stuff. And I think that's one of the down points of Halloween, you know? If somebody's dressed as like a sexy uh, police officer, they could go to jail. <laughs> Does it matter if they're showing their underwear? That's oh man how was your halloween by the way yeah it was good i i didn't do anything on halloween day i walked seven seven kilometers toward my house on the way home and then i, I wasn't going to make it in time so i took the train the rest of the way but it was it was a good good night and uh no then the next day we went to yeah yeah exactly it wasn't so hijinky this time around. I saw the, some of the videos, so yeah, I didn't. I didn't get out there this this year though. But yeah, it was it was good. We went. We had uh, Sogo had their uh, workout with uh, costumes on, so I was wearing like a a Middle Eastern gown. I can't run, but it was like it was a pretty cool costume. It's my standard costume for Halloween that I wore last year and this year as well. But hey, you don't have to wear shoes. It's all good. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you want one more story about like being annoyed by so Oh yes, yes, yes. I love stories. The the, the, the cops were one. In one of the weirdest places to be able to wear shoes and to not, not be able to wear shoes is going through the security at airports. Oh my god, that's right. So everyone has to take off their shoes to go through the the fucking like x-ray what's it except me i don't have any shoes on and they're like take off your feet take off, exactly oh god so i there's a whole separate uh, episode that's the word whole separate episode of why that's annoying to me but it's like all right go through the machine and then so i'm barefoot through the through security no problem Mm -hmm. That's fine. But then I get to the gate and there the the uh, ground crew, whatever it's called, I don't know. I say, oh, sir, you'll have to put on shoes to get on the airplane. It's like to go down the jetway and to cross the threshold on on the plane. No shoes is fine. But to like to step <laughs> like it's like, are you fucking kidding me? This like the most ridiculous like try not to get sued laws that they've or rules that they've got there it's like i can't walk i do you know how far i've been barefoot like and there have been times literally i don't have shoes i mean they're in my checked luggage i mean what are you gonna do yeah right and so there have been Fancy. times that they will bring me slippers so i can walk down the jetway that's have you seen broken glass in a jetway no I mean, Wait, you're like, flying from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's so it's like that's when I really wanted a, a like a barefoot license. Like, dude, trust me, I know how to walk down a carpeted little little walkway here and step over. Please mind the gap so I don't fall down. The, I mean, it's ridiculous what they're trying to <laughs> make sure I don't get hurt somehow. Ugh. Wait, is that in the states or in Japan? 
in in the states and in U.S. airlines in Japan. It's oh. like the litigious society of the United States. Like, oh, you know, you have to wear shoes. Incredibly annoying. And I, I often try to be like, hi, hi, okay, okay. And then I ignore it. One time she came, sir, sir, you cannot blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you got to get off the oh, airplane and do it again with the shoes on. <laughs> I know. So it's like to that woman, okay, I'm sorry. And it'll really be okay, I promise. But I... I got pissed off about it, and I was like, ah, blah, and just like, just angry, like, fucking trust me, I can walk on the plane, I won't get hurt. I'll sign a waiver. I promise not to sue you if I like stub my toe. Oh man, that's so wild. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's airplanes. That's the one place that could like consistently have issues. Like like, can I walk down the jetway? So I have to you know, wear flip. And the 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 worst crappiest flip flops are fine which is also ridiculous. You know, you can trip wearing loose flip-flops because it's like the uneven terrain. Oh, flip-flops are dangerous, man. That's I what they flip-flops, dude. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's right in the name there, but that's fine for their little, like, uh, annoying laws about not, not to get sued, whatever. Ugh. That's wild. What yeah. places can you not go to in Japan being barefoot? Other than your in-laws' house. No, I'm joking. Right. <laughs> it's basically just work, like customer-facing locations. They're, like, if it's a nice restaurant, I, I, I need to, like, either wipe my feet clean to go through into the, into the area. And like I said, I, I usually, I'm prepared for that, and I, yeah. I know what's coming. And, uh, but otherwise, there hasn't, I mean, I've, I've gone to... I don't go out dancing much, but I've I've gone to dance clubs barefoot a couple of times. They're like, hey, watch out for glass. But they don't stop me from entering. I haven't had that experience, even at, at clubs kind of thing. But I don't know the names, but I, I've been to Ageha uh, multiple times barefoot. Yeah. Ageha? Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, strict yeah. fucking club, dude. But, I know a lot of people that's been turned away from that place. Really? Well, they show up with booze and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, you can't have booze or cameras or whatever in some yeah. nights, but but yeah, no problem with it. <laughs> That's shoes. awesome. Um, yeah. All right, so now I got to ask. Okay. What about the future? The future. The future. I, I heard through our mutual friend, Christine, that you're yes. doing something very big in the future. Ah, yes. I will future. walk 5,000 miles if yes, I am yes. barefoot in Japan. That's right. <coughs> I have a plan. I've developed a plan. I've, I've, I'm planning to walk from my house to my friend's train station to see a friend of mine. I'm going to walk barefoot. Now, the little, little detail is that my friend lives in Niigata, and I live in Kawasaki, as you've been saying. So it's 300, like 380 kilometers, according to the map that I've laid out, and there are mountains in the, in the way. So... It'll be, uh, my, my walk to Niigata will be in, uh, an adventure, to say the least. And hopefully, uh, like, it'll, it'll, it'll be something to, to bring lots of stories, for sure. I don't know where I'm going to sleep every night. There's some nights, it's like, there's no, no real hotel near this area. So I have to you know, walk 30 kilometers in a day, or just sleep by the river somewhere, which is my, my real plan there, to just do whatever but yeah i'm gonna walk to niigata starting april 13th 2021 and we will have a party at yomiuri land which is has a, it's an amusement park for people who may not know it's an amusement park it's a great amusement park but it's never crowded it's got cool roller coasters and all of this stuff and it's basically never crowded they've got uh four Four roller coasters, I think. Some are small, but some are kind of cool. And nice. bungee as well. So we're gonna hang out at Yomiuri Land for a bit and then do a little sending off party from, I hope we can just work it out to that we won't have to 
like get in trouble with anything. I'm not sure who to talk to. Hey, can we have a party in your parking lot? But <laughs> I'm sure it's okay. It's Japan. Yeah, it should should be all right. So that's the plan to walk to Niigata starting in April next year. All right. And how long do you think it's going to take? Oh, barefoot. Right. So Kawasaki. Right. I've been busting Kawasaki's chops. I used to live there, so it's okay. Yep. And walking from there all the way to Niigata, going over mountains. Over mountains. That's right. According to like Google Maps, it's like 68 hours walk walk nonstop 68 hours that's pretty much like a week right and so i'm gonna t- like do a quote quote unquote easy version up to about 20 kilometers per day and i'm gonna allow myself three weeks to also be able to like chill out in different places along the way because there there's there are other more amusement parks i plan to the first one is yomiuri land very close to my house and then there's Seijo Inn and Nantuka Nantuka Inn, different amusement parks. There's Aina Water Park up somewhere along a river. So I'm going to stop by these places and have, have a fun adventure walking to Niigata. That's the plan. And I don't literally, I don't know if I can, can literally do it, but I'm going to go for it. And I, I think it should be possible. No, it's definitely okay. possible. It's going to yeah. be like Lord of the Rings minus the ring. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Man, there's a mountain. <laughs> yep, there's a mountain. Yeah. And there's a, there's a cool, I, like marking out the, the route, I found a, a five-kilometer gondola that I, I didn't know about before. Dra- drag, Dragondola or Dragondola. It's five kilometers long. I'm going to go walk right past it. So I'm going to go up and down Dragondola and then keep on walking. Oh, my God. Are you going to document this? Are you going to have like a GoPro or? Yeah, definitely have have GoPro. And that's a consideration. I just recently bought this four panel fucking like. And there's two U, two USB ports here for this solar panel thing. Solar panel. <laughs> Maybe charge my phone along the way if I wow, have dude. sunny day. Yo, that's, that's why I chose the weather though. April, mid, middle of April, usually beautiful weather and all of this. Hopefully the snow will have abated by then. But yeah, you should be fine. You should be fine. But you gotta have a GoPro, man. You gotta have a GoPro, a microphone. I mean, you gotta do it all the, you know. You see all these international people in Japan having like Tokyo adventures where they're walking around with like GoPros in their face or whatever. Right, exactly. My wife, we saw this one guy. Oh my God, this guy was crazy. I don't know where he was from. I I think Mm. Eastern Europe somewhere. But this guy had fucking three cameras. Like he had this thing on his chest and he had like three cameras facing his face. Facing him. A microphone like this. So it was like this camera studio in front of his face while he's walking around and he's wow. talking, right? Yeah, camera one, camera two, camera three. And he's like, he's speaking some kind of like, it might have been Finnish or something. I don't know, Ukraine, but he's like, and I'm just like, what? This guy must be famous or he is professional. I don't know, man. He was wow. crazy, but you should do something not like that. But like but, that. Like that. Yes. <laughs> like yes. That. That's, that's like that, but like right. that. Right? One camera's enough. Yeah. <laughs> you need three cameras. Dude, it was weird, but it looked it looked really professional. Like, I don't know, maybe you bought it on some kind of like maybe eBay or someplace. Wow, I don't know, cool. man. But it was weird. Like we we stopped, we watched him walk by. <laughs> what? That's right. I mean, that's, that's what you gotta do to be number one on YouTube these days. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. That's what you didn't know that all those cameras were facing outward to catch your reaction to oh. him having three cameras. <laughs> maybe, dude, maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, he wasn't that good looking of a guy either. <laughs> it's like, dude, do you really want those cameras facing your face, man? You give me that shit. Let me put that shit on. <laughs> yeah. I'll make yeah. you famous. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, but you got to do that. You got to, you got to definitely record everything that you do and stuff. You know, I mean, maybe put it onto the world for free, maybe charge a couple of bucks or something like that. But I mean, even just for yourself, five, 10 years down the road, you're going to be like, Oh God, remember that adventure I had? Oh yeah. It's it's still on YouTube. (laughs) Show the grandkids. 
<laughs> I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. I definitely want to record as much as possible. And I've been wondering, like, okay, batteries or solar panel, like, can I, how often can I find Consento to plug in while I'm on the, on the route? There's some areas that are like plenty of convenience stores everywhere. They don't always have uh, outlets, but uh, also I want to be walking during the day. So there's this balance between like, let's move and charge my stuff. I've been looking for like a, a walking charger somehow, and they're always built into the shoes. I'm like, damn it. Why don't you have a red I don't wagon? Like shoes. Yeah, I thought about that as well. Like have a little, like a ticker on the, like a wheels that are charging it as well. Oh, you're, oh, I was thinking like if you had a little red wagon, you could have your solar panels like on top of like maybe a, a backpack or something. Yeah, and then from yeah. there, as you're walking, it could be charging like your cameras or whatnot, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's that's one I've, I've considered as well. And the red oh, wagon. The red but it's also, there are times that I want to be able to walk down these stairs or up those stairs. And oh, okay. Yeah, right. That's where the red wagon kind of fails. Stairs. Right. So <laughs> I need a, a floating red wagon if you can hook me up with that one. Well, it is 2020. We are living in the future. That's right. And I'll be <laughs> more in the future by then. Oh, man. Oh, Rob. Well, I want to say good luck to you and thank, thank you, you very much for being on the show, man. It's been a pleasure Absolutely. talking to you. Absolutely. Thank and you so much. Before I close out, how can people find out about your adventure and uh, actually learn more about what you're doing? Well, I am on Instagram as Hadashi Usagi. Oh, you're going to have to spell that one out for our fans. Yep. H-U-A-E-D-E. So H-A-D-A-S-H-I. Hadashi is barefoot in Japanese, if you don't know. And Usagi is rabbit. I, my uh, animal totem is rabbit. That's why I have Francois is going to go with me on this adventure, my traveling companion. Oh my God, that's like a little uh, Donnie Darko rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This jacket was made by one of my one of my students named Naho. Who I, I lost track of her, but she made him this jacket. It's awesome. Very cute. Yeah, Naho, if you are listening to this uh please please uh contact me so hadashi usagi and we'll put it we'll put it in the in the link right definitely so, in the show notes yeah anything you want is definitely going to be in yeah. the show notes so we got instagram is instagram it you got instagram twitter is one i don't i'm not active on twitter but i'm thunder rabbit on twitter and i have my own domain rob nugent.com which i'll post as well awesome so, yeah well, thank you very much, Barefoot yeah. Rob, for being thank on the you. show. I really thank appreciate you. it, Faders. I hope I hope we all learned something, and maybe somewhere in the world. I mean, there's people that listen to this podcast from all over the world. Maybe there's somebody in Israel right now that's just taking off their shoes and putting them in the garbage, you know? Or maybe Finland, or maybe Sweden, or Russia. I mean, maybe maybe in Venezuela, someone's like shoes. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need, need shoes. shoes. <laughs> right? Oh man. Faders, thank you very much for listening to this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. This is, and I don't think I said it before, this is episode number 572. 572. Wow. Oh my. 572. God. I know, it's a lot. <laughs> a lot. And, um, Faders, if you can support the show on Patreon, please go to Patreon, support the show. It costs $5, and it's just five bucks. It's like buying us a pint of beer every month, and it means the world to us. And I know, I know, times are tight. I've said it a million times. And if you don't have that five bucks, don't worry. We still got love for you. Go down to iTunes and support the show there. Uh, give us a five-star review and write something groovy. Anything is cool as long as you give us a five-star review. And also... We're on Instagram, and we are also on Facebook. Go there. Um, we upload stuff on Facebook and Instagram every single day. We've got so much funny stuff, and it's all about pretty much Got Fitted Japan or Japanese hijinks and all the shenanigans that happens on here. So uh, check that out. Enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And Barefoot Rob, thank you again. Thank you very much. Show. And, um, Faders, without further ado, we're sending out. Peace. Peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Uh -huh. Uh -huh.
Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.